you have to understand that on a Saturday, you decide, right? Do I go to this event and hang out with my friends and my buddies, which is not bad, but do I do this or do I spend that day going to volunteer and getting some, you know, skills and experience yeah. and go to a NASCAR race and seeing how they operate their business and their event. And, you know, you're not getting paid for it, but you have, there's like an opportunity cost. Mm, one the only yeah. thing I learned in macroeconomics, um, but you know, you learn about <laughs> those two things and you have to give up one to gain the other. And so now the volunteer stuff has gradually gone up where now you know volunteering for like super bowl and different tournaments wow. and stuff like that and people and you know people my family in ecuador they're like oh that's so cool that's amazing and and they don't like sometimes people understand that you have to do a lot a lot of free work in the beginning to get to those things and mm-hmm. and i still believe like i said i'm in the process through a lot of free work and Love but it. i'm learning growing and, and hopefully you know that's just something that i think college students if you, you know if you're here and you're tuning in and you're mm-hmm. in college um, yeah. which, you know, I still am, I'm still in UCF. I got my senior year. Charge on. It's it charge on going nice. Uh, <laughs> it's something where you kind of have to decide that what you do now, the work that you put in now, the, the internship volunteer stuff, it'll help you be better prepared for that job. Like it'll be, yeah. you'll be more ready for what, mm-hmm. when you come into that, you know? Hey everyone, welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. I am so excited to have on today my friend Juan Vitron. Having a passion for people in sports, Juan started his own marketing agency called Vitron X Media, where he connects and creates content for local businesses. That all stemmed from an inspiring story of persistence and resilience, which he is going to share with us on this episode. He's had the opportunity to interview Ricardo Kaká, who is the former World Cup winner and World Player of the Year in 2007. He was his role model and what it meant to follow God. Juan is someone who is always up for an adventure, from us hopping in a car on a whim to watch a SpaceX launch to one morning deciding to fly in a Cessna 172C, which is a very small airplane. His adventure spirit never ceases to amaze me. Everyone, I am pumped to bring on my friend, Juan. Hey, 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 what's going on, Megan? How are you? I'm good, Juan. How are you today? I'm doing very well. It's a great day today. Looking forward to this podcast. First time I'm on a, as a guest on the show, so I'm super excited. Juan, I'm super excited to have you on today. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've Obviously, I followed along with season one, and I think I've got tremendous value from it. So I'm hoping I can add value through this to everyone listening now. Oh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Juan, let's get started with some questions here. Okay. I know recently you've been doing a lot of video work, videography. Like I'm just scrolling on the gram. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's another video of Juan just killing it, killing it. And so I want to ask you, you could share a little bit with the listeners. What kind of content do you create for the companies that you work for? Yeah, no, good question. So usually I started this social media marketing agency around three years ago. Mostly it was the focus to pay for classes because, you know, me and my family, we didn't have enough to pay for class. So I had to think out of the box, find ways to take courses and hopefully, you know, find ways to make some money. And so when I started doing this, obviously I was very new to it. And I think, you know, it was like a, like a, you learn, you fail and you kind of continue, you kind of, you kind of go on. And so, and so fast forwarding three years, I think through a lot of trial and error and a lot of mistakes that I think I made uh, creating content for small businesses, I think now, I think now I'm to the point where we have a small team and we're truly just focused on creating content where it's engaging, interactive and finding ways to just, 
you know, you're providing, you know, value through what we create. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily, you know, just trying to sell to people, but mostly yeah. in the way where we can find, you know, if you if you're in the aviation industry, you know, that's phenomenal. But if you're on the outside looking into it, can you engage with our post? Can you look into it and be like, okay, that's pretty cool. I love it. I love what they're thinking. I love what's trending. So I think right now we're just in that process of creating content that's really valuable. And, you know, we're just trying to provide as as much value as we can to the people who are engaging with it. I love that. I love that you are always on to the new thing that's up uh, to get engagement from people, right? Because I remember when we were talking about recording for the podcast and I told you that I was introducing video to the to season two, which was totally out of a whim, like not planned from the beginning, but we out here. Hello. And you just <laughs> helped me so much with uh, your story. And you were so encouraging saying, you know, Meg's like, I record on my iPhone. Like, I don't have a bougie camera. Yeah. I'm like, no way. You're like, dude, let me show you. And you were just showing me tricks on your own phone and I'm like wow I'm out here thinking I need some bougie equipment and I I have what I need which is my phone right but I love how resourceful you are and you use what you have and you find the tricks to um make it the best that it can be from your own phone and so if you're listening to this and you want to start doing videos or recording you got what you need. You got a phone, you got what you need. So that was really encouraging and inspiring. No, I'm glad I'm glad it was to be honest, because I feel like a lot of us sometimes, you know, in whatever situation that we're that we're in, right? Sometimes people are like, I have to have the best camera, I have to have the best computer, the best, you know, equipment, the best everything to get started. Yeah. And I think I think that's a mentality that unfortunately it's it's not good because there's always gonna be good stuff. But what matters is what can you use if you have, you know, something in your hands right now at this moment, can you use that to create what it is that you want to create? And I think when the talent and the creativity and the willingness to want to create is there, I think you're you're more than apt to be able to do. So, for example, like like you said, like I I we we help right now. We're currently man, managing like five clients and and people are like, oh, like what cameras do you use? Sony, Panasonic, what do you use? I was like, guys, I just use my iPhone. <laughs> I just use my DJI Mavic Mini drone, which is the cheapest drone in the DJI Mavic series. So it's honestly something where you know, you know, I'm thankful. But it's it's if you're willing to go out there and create and not use excuses or obstacles mm. that you create yourself, then mm. people will be more than happy to bring you in because I think right now we're in a in a in a, in a part in the market where, where people are looking for, for creators, you know, they're looking for people to just go out there and say, Hey, look, I'm willing to create for your business. I'm willing to create for you. Um, I don't have much, but I can, I'm willing to give you what I can. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're willing to do it, you'll start to see results. And then if, you know, and you start, you start getting better and better and better and better and better. And eventually that leads to a lot of, uh, a lot of good things. So, yeah. So whatever you have, you have an Android, whatever it is, I don't care. Like you're more than apt and willing to, to create, you'll do fine. That's so good. And I love what you said, like working with what you have, you know, and not waiting for the next thing, but just, if you have a phone, use that. Right. And yeah. make the most out of that. Yeah. So Talking about sports, you had the opportunity to interview one of your biggest role models, which is Ricardo Caca. Can you tell us a little bit what that experience was like? Yes. So that honestly was one of the most memorable and I think uh, just biggest moments in my life. I think it was something that meant so much to me because when I was little, 
um, when I was like 11, 12, you know, I would see that soccer players would come in and you kind of just look at them on TV and you see their stories. Sometimes they're in the news because sometimes they're just doing bad things. You know, they're, you know, gambling, spending money on cars and all these different things. And, and, and in a sense, when you're little and you're young and you're seeing these players, you kind of look up to them. You're like, okay, like if that's what they are, I might want to be like that one day, you know, that that's what I need to get to. Or that's how I need to portray my life. And, and I think it, it, it's tough, you know, with that mindset. But then one day I'm scrolling on YouTube and I'm like looking at these saga players and I see um, that there's that there's one player called Ricardo Kaká. It's 2007 and he just won the best player in the world. I was like, who is this guy? Like, let me let me just do some research. Look at his highlights. <laughs> and I noticed that this guy, he 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 had a crazy story. I found this like testimony that he had on YouTube. And on the testimony, he said that when he was younger, he went to his family's house, you know, some random pool. He went to his family's house. There was a pool there. Started swimming. And then he had this swimming accident. He was sliding on the pool mm. and then he, he went to the bottom and he, and he fractured his vertebrae, but he didn't know it at the moment. But when he left the pool, he realized that something was on the next day in training. He had like, he was like spitting out blood and something was wrong. Yeah. He went to the doctor and the doctor told him that there was a low possibility for him to be able to walk. So in his mind, he was like, you know, his family, they're all, you know, Christians. And they were saying, we need to put our faith in God. And we need to understand that if, if it's, you know, God's purpose, then it's going to happen. If not, then, you know, we're just going to pray. And, you know, short, short story, you know, he ended up, you know, coming back and ended up playing, made the first team in, in that team locally in Brazil, ended up getting called up to the Brazilian national team, won the World Cup, which is the biggest, you know, tournament in the world uh, for soccer. And he won the tournament. And then he got called to Europe, played in Italy, did everything, played against Ronaldo, Messi, all the greatest players that they, there have been in that, in, that, in that decade. And he was able to be the best player in the world. So he got the best player in the world. And I said, man, one day I'm going to work with this guy. One day I'm going to talk to this guy. One day I'm going to be. Let's like, go. I was, like, Come and on. Was like, I was like 13, 14. And like my mind, I was like, you know, he always, after every game, he'd always have like, I belong to Jesus shirt. And I remember after in high school, I was like, I'm going to get the same shirt. I belong to Jesus. Like, I love this guy. He's a, he became an inspiration and literally kept me like, because of his example on course in high school, I was like, this is the guy I want to follow. I'm going to follow his example through high school because I want to be a good person, show good uh, values, morals, and I want you to be, be like that. So, um, you know, a couple of years down the road, he went to play for Real Madrid and then it was announced that he was going to come play for Orlando. And I was like, I have to come talk to this guy. I have to meet this guy. And I, and I went and I applied and I did all that I could. And they kept saying, no, 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 no. Mm. For an office, I told the front office lady, I'll clean, I'll, I'll, I'll wipe, you know, whatever it is you need to do. I'll wash dishes, whatever. <laughs> and the lady, the lady was super nice. Patty, she was amazing. But she kept, shout they, out they kept to Patty. Saying, shout out to Patty. She was amazing. But, um, but basically I applied to the marketing department, to the communication, social media, everything. And it was, you know, I was 18 years old, 17, 18, and I just kept getting turned down and and, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. My mom was just like, you got to keep going, you got to keep going back. And I was like, I'm going to go back. One day they had this event in this hotel. I kind of got to the hotel. I was like, all right, guys, uh, I'm here for the, this event upstairs with the players and all that good stuff. And they were like, okay, okay, sounds good. And I just like <laughs> went up there and I was like, you know, just 17, you know, dressed up like, a, you know, I don't even know what. I came <laughs> in and all the players, all like, like professional business guys, everything. And I'm like, how you doing? Nice to meet you. My name is Juan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bah, 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 bah. I was like, guys, let me, where do you work? You work in the corporate partnership. Can I get your card? Right, let me get your card. Cool. You do this. Right, can I get your card? So I was just acting like I belonged there. 
Left, <laughs> left, left at event. I went the next day to I went the next day to the office and I was like, so I came to talk to um and I took out like this, I took out like this random card. I was like, I came to talk to uh Callum Shepherd. And the lady was like, Oh, Callum, okay, I'll go grab him. Callum came back, Callum was like, Juan, what's up? I was like, Why? He's like, You remember me? I was like, Yeah, I remember you too. And then he was like, and I was like, look, man, I'm just looking for an opportunity to intern, volunteer, whatever. He's like, we're actually uh, interviewing in the back right now. I was like, you want to go interview to the back? And I was like, I was like, of course, this is the reason why I came. And I was like, boom, got, went back there, interviewed and eventually got the internship. And then from there, it became great where to the point where it led to now that, you know, you're with Kaka and now you're interviewing your, your childhood hero. You know, you're working in the same wow. club with him. You're, you're about to talk to your childhood hero. And, and now we're here talking to him. And I think for me, that moment, it was so precious because we had, we ended up going to his house and, and just sitting, wow. having a conversation. He told me about, you know, things when, when he won the award, he mentioned the Bible verse and in front of all these mega superstars. And it was just a good moment. And I think it was a moment I won't ever forget. And, you know, shout out to him for being a great example and role model to, to my life. Yeah. Cardo Kaka, if you're listening, shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to Kaka. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my boy. Um, wow, Juan, that is amazing. It's so, it's so cool to see how from such a young age, from you said 13 years old, 13, 14, you looked up to this guy and and not just for him and his skills and his talents, you know, being a great soccer player, but you also looked up to him because of his heart how he yep. carried himself, uh, the vision that he had was so much bigger than just himself, right? And you were attracted to that. And I think it's awesome how you shared that that's kind of what was, it led you on a right path in high school because I know high school can sometimes make you or break you or sometimes we can look back at our high school years and be like, what the heck was I doing? Like, you're yep. just like, we're just different people. Like it, there's like a, sometimes there's like a BC, you know, part yep. of us and you know what was i doing that. what was that even wearing yeah, like, what, what was that? <laughs> but um you know that's how we grow right but i think that's so awesome and also your story of persistence and resilience and you just went up there and you're like i'm gonna show up and i'm just gonna be there and be present and and talk to people and look how look at all the the good that came out of that right and that's something about you juan is that you never say no to an adventure like i mean obviously if it's legal right like it's yeah, like, yeah hopefully you know yeah, you analyze it you see it <laughs> like but i mean from literally us hopping in a car one day and you know saying there's a spacex launch happening and this has never happened before and like let's go watch i'm like let's do it. And we just went and saw it. And it was so yep. cool. It was, it was literally a historic moment. And then from a couple months later, you're like, yo, do you want to ride in an airplane? And I'm like, you're kidding. And you're like, no, no, no. Like I'm for real, for real. I'm like, for real, for real. And you're like, for real, for real. And we went on an airplane and that was such a once in a lifetime experience. I mean, maybe for me, not for you. Cause like you ride on planes, like I ride in a car, you know, hashtag cool problems. But, um, I just, I love your willingness for adventure and for new doors of opportunity, because I feel like as you seek that out, um, you're going to find that. And you are such an optimistic person in those opportunities. So you mentioned that you got to intern for them. 
for for MLS. Yep. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for for Orlando City. Yeah, yep. Could you tell us a little bit also what that experience was like interning for, like that's no small name, MLS Orlando City. So can you tell us what that was like? Of course, of course. I, I love to to talk on that. And and you know, prior to your last point. Megan, I think it's been awesome. I think for for what you mentioned, being always on for an adventure, I, I think that's why I think me and you get along so well is because I feel like, you know, we understand that that I think moments are, are they occur fast, you know, and either yeah. you, opportunities are presented to you in a plate, and either you take it or you don't, you mm-hmm. know, and I think, I think that's something that I relate to you really well is that when there's an adventure, obviously, if it's legal and it's, you know, <laughs> and all that good stuff, fun adventures, fun adventures, <laughs> fun adventures, and, and you know, and then they're willing you know, they're, they're, they're worth it. I think, you know, it was just so random. I remember that day it was like, Hey, do you want to go watch the SpaceX launch? Let's do it. Boom. We got in the car, went over there. It was cool. Um, the next time we were in Miami, it was like 11 at night. And I was like, Hey, you trying to go fly tomorrow? You're like, uh, yeah. Like it was so <laughs> spontaneous, but I think that that willingness and just wanting to, you know, just experience something that, you know, might not be here tomorrow mm-hmm. and you, you don't have that certainty. You don't know if, you know, and I think that's something where you have to grab onto it and that experience and, and make it happen. So yeah, anyways, that's what I, you know, that's, I think that's what I mean. You get along so well. Um, and in regards to internship, I, I think interning with them was, was a game changer because I think when you're going into the sports industry, you start to see that, you know, as a young, young, you know, person, you grow up playing sports and then you jump into a sports industry and you think, okay, there's the coach, there's the players, there's the water boy, there's, you know, the equipment manager. And that's it. Right. There's nothing else. Right. And that was, I think that's a thing that, a lot of people don't understand that there's a, which I actually got in trouble for, you know, cause I, you know, I was like mixing, try to get involved with too many things, but it was like, there's a sports side, the operational yeah. side or sports mm-hmm. uh, player side. And there's a business operational side. Mm-hmm. And these two things are completely different, but yet they have to coincide and work together in order yeah. to succeed. So when I interned that, that was the most single, most valuable piece of information that I learned from, 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 my boss at the time, Jessica, she told me, she said, like, Juan, you have to understand there's these two different entities, but they have to work together, mesh to operate and succeed. But on this side, you have the corporate partnerships, you have, you know, sales, you have communications, you have the marketing, you have the agency, you have, you know, tourism, you have all these little components that assist this side and they help that kind of elevate it. So I, I think interning with them, obviously you learn, you know, I was interning with the corporate partnership department. So I learned a lot about, you know, sponsors and, and activations and the marketing side. And I think that was phenomenal. I like it blew my mind. It changed the way I thought about sports and how you can you know monetize and, and yeah. use it as a business. But I also learned that it showed me what it is to work in sports. It's not easy. It's really hard. It's, it's, it's tiring. It's long, 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 long hours. And I think everyone who works in sports probably knows that. Um, <laughs> it kind of sucks in the beginning, to be honest. It's really hard. <laughs> But, but it's, it's something where I'm Very still inspirational. In <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, no, it's, it's real. Truth, I love know? it. It's, it's the truth. And, and I think yeah, you, you, you get to that point where, where I'm still in the beginning process. I have, it's not like I'm like high level exact nothing. I'm, I'm still in the beginning process, but I understand now that I, I still have to continue putting in the work, connecting with people, mm-hmm. finding ways to add value, be genuine, be willing to learn. And I think eventually it'll lead me to where I want to be, which is one that hopefully work for, you know, not intern, but work officially for Orlando City or for MLS club or for a club in Europe. I think that that's my, my long-term goal. And, and that's what I'm, that's what I got from the internship. So. So yeah. good. So good. I remember we once had a conversation and it's tying into what you just said. And you told me, I, I realized I needed to volunteer and do as much free work as possible to experience and connect. I feel like there's so much gold in that. And I feel like you uncovered it 
in in what you yeah. just shared. And I feel like a lot of people sometimes will go through college and not do anything for free and just like study and do college and then get out, but they they don't have real life experience, you know, like that yeah. free work and that internship sounded like it molded you and sculpted you to step into so many new things. So like now that you started your own marketing agency, you're like, okay, wow, there is so much more to this than like what meets the eye. Right. And there's so much more that goes into it than it look, it could look nice and, and attractive, but there's so much more hard, like heart work and head work that goes into it. And so I just think it's so awesome that you took that opportunity uh, that was right there for you. And you knew like, that was the right one for you. You went for it. And now you are able to see the fruit that came out of that. Of course. No, honestly, like people going to college and I feel like, you know, you went to college with the mindset. Okay. I mean, obviously you're sort of figuring out who you are as a person, but like you mentioned, I think you go into college and either you have the opportunity, which is not bad. You can go in, take your classes, study, develop you know personality traits all that stuff and figure out what it is that you want to do because a lot of people don't know what it is they want to do yep. um <laughs> but some people go to the extreme where they're like no i'm in college i'm gonna party i'm gonna drink i'm gonna do this i'm gonna live it up i'm gonna you know turn up every single day and and and, and if that's your way of life and that's your lifestyle cool like that you know do your thing but i think the approach that i took obviously i, I came from a family a little more uh, more humble where we had to really you know 15 i was working valet parking with my dad like you, you had to just work and find ways to to work now to get a better life later mm-hmm. and so for me when i got to college i was okay i'm in college cool now am i gonna sleep all day wake up at 11 go to class and come home and go to a party like what am i gonna do i thought about it, I was like i want to do something where i want to be able to gain something now and so I started interning and volunteering. I, I was sent out to volunteer for like softball tournaments. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know the game. I was like, what, what's going on? You know, softball, baseball, you know, long 12 hour days for youth basketball tournament, uh, is, you know, and it was just a lot, a lot of different opportunities, including my little brother, Dylan. He's actually, he actually makes fun of me sometimes. He's like, bro, what you gonna do today? Free work, free work. <laughs> I was like, bro, I gotta do it. He's like, bro, man, I don't, I wouldn't do it, man. I, I would get paid. And I was like, bro, you don't understand. So like, it's You're like, like you little know, do you know, young one, little do yeah, you know. <laughs> it is it's true. Cause it, the thing is that you have to understand that on a Saturday you decide, right? Do I go to this event and hang out with my friends and my buddies, which is not bad, but do I do this or do I spend that day going to volunteer and, and getting some, you know, skills and experience yeah. and going to a NASCAR race and seeing how they operate their business and their event. And, you know, you're not getting paid for it, but you have, there's like an opportunity cost. Mm, one the only yeah. thing I learned in macroeconomics, um, but you know, you learn <laughs> about those two things and you have to give up one to gain the other. And so now the volunteer stuff has gradually gone up where now you know volunteering for like super bowl and different tournaments wow. and stuff like that and people and you know people from my family in ecuador they're like oh that's so cool that's amazing and and they don't like sometimes people understand that you have to do a lot a lot of free work in the beginning to get to those things and mm-hmm. and i still believe like i said i'm in the process still doing a lot of free work and Love but it. i'm learning growing and, and hopefully you know that's just something that i think college students if you, you know if you're here and you're tuning in and mm-hmm. you're in college um, which, you know, I still am. I'm still in UCF. I got my senior year. Charge on. It's it charge on going nice. Uh, <laughs> it's something where you kind of have to decide that what you do now, the work that you put in now, the, the internship volunteer stuff, it'll help you be better prepared for that job. Like it'll be, yeah. you'll be more ready for what, mm-hmm. when you come into that, you know? So. Yeah. I love that. You, you said there's like an opportunity cost, right? Like going to an event, volunteering your time, time is valuable, right? It's something that you're never going to get, 
But I think this also, we had a conversation uh, last week and you were talking to me about like, when you see an opportunity, obviously you don't just jump to it. Like you consider the circumstances you consider. Okay. If I jumped into this opportunity, what is my return? Like, will it add value to my life? Will I be a better person because of it? Right. And so you saw those opportunities, whereas your younger brother, you know, maybe not understand it now at his age, but he'll look back probably at your age and be like, Oh wow. Like all that time that my brother spent doing free work. Yeah. It, it was quote free, but was it really? Because you gained so much out of that. Like you got a lot of wisdom. You got a lot of knowledge. You got a lot of understanding of like, you probably wouldn't be able to do what you do now with such excellence. Had you not gone through all those uh, days and, and weekends and for, for years of doing that free work and still continue to do so. And I think that's such a word for uh, our generation is not doing something and and expecting to see the results right away like a microwave but i'm sure people have heard this analogy before like we um are a microwave generation but we live in the reality of a crock pot right like it takes time for things to happen and so i just it's awesome juan to see when we first met years ago at ucf and to see how much you've evolved and grown with your passion for video, with your passion um, for sports and speaking. It's just really cool to see unfold. And it's even cooler to be able to watch it unfold as the days continue to come. <laughs> of course. No, Megan, honestly, I think it's it's something where, you know, I think when we met and I think that's why we connected very well when we met as well mm-hmm. was because you were in the mindset of, OK, you know, personal growth. Yeah. Um. And you know, I think we met over a book. Uh, John yeah, Maxwell we did. Book, which that book is amazing. Like, like, like so good. What was the book again? What was the John book? John Maxwell. John Maxwell. Good my, leaders. My guy. Good leaders ask great questions. That was a yeah. new book. Mm-hmm. And and so I think you know we read. I was reading the student union. We were all just you know, and I think that's where we just <laughs> met. And it was it was cool because because we saw that you know your mindset at that time was different from a lot of people. And yeah. and I think that's what we're in right now. We're in in college and you know and i think we have to get that opportunity to to better ourselves so you know obviously i'm always pumped to see you and what you're doing and and i think you inspire me a ton to be able to do you know starting new things so you know shout out to you as well because you definitely motivated me and encouraged me to do a lot of things so always thanks juan thanks (laughs) that was really funny y'all i'm not kidding homeboy was just reading his book in the student union and i was like oh snap i've heard really good things about that book so i'm like I just started talking to him because of the book and you never know what book can create a friendship y'all. So read good books. You'll meet good people. (laughs) Shout out to John Maxwell. Shout out to Johnny boy. (laughs) Okay. All right, Juan. So I have to ask you a question that is the question of the pod and you probably know what it is already, but it's this. If you knew then what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? Yeah, that's such a great, 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 great question. I think if I knew, you know, what I like, if I could tell myself, you know, some words then um, would be, don't be in a rush to just try to find, you know, like success so fast, right? I mean, I Mm. think, you know, try to understand that it's going to take a process and a long time. And I think one thing that at that moment, I think of younger, you can't compare yourself to this guy or that guy or, mm-hmm. or what he's doing, what he's doing there. 
I think, and I think you've heard as well, each path is very different. And so I think for me, you know, or back then I used to be like, oh man, like if I start this social media thing, man, everyone is doing social media. Like maybe these guys all already have agencies doing for them. So there's no no room in the market for me anymore. Mm. And I think what I would tell myself is no, like there's room and there's business for everybody. Yeah. Like there's room and money and, 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 and opportunities to work with different companies, like by the, you know, overflowing. Mm-hmm. So just be patient, keep building up skills, keep building up things that, that you would learn and grow. And, and, and obviously, you know, even on like on the faith side, I think it's important. I would tell myself that, you know, nothing else will compare, I think, to, to kind of just walking with God and just, yeah. and just seeing what it means to really, you know, enjoy, you know, moments with him. You know, I think mm-hmm. it, it's different. I think, you know, obviously I've kind of had my, you know, the roller coaster and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been very tough, but I think, I think you look at all these different moments and you say, okay, I don't want to build something to build and have a great mm. thing. I want you to make sure you do things the right way and keep building your heart, keep building, you know, your, you know, uh, morals, principles and values. And, and I think that'll play off in the long run. doesn't matter. This social media thing, business thing, this could die out. I can go bankrupt tomorrow. I don't, for me, I don't care. <laughs> I think it's something where, you know, you learn the skills, you grow and you know, you're in a good place and with your heart. And you, you're able to build it back up again. You're able to do things, keep thinking, keep growing, keep learning, adapt, and, and you keep moving. So, yeah, I always tell myself, be patient. That's so good. That's such a word. I think even before we started recording, I was telling you just, I need to learn patience. And sometimes things don't go the way I planned. But I love what you tied into, like, having your faith in something bigger than you right? Like your yeah. faith is in God. So you, like you just said with so much confidence, like if my business were to fail, if this were to go, like, yeah, probably would suck in the moment, but you know, like this, that's not the end. I'll be all like there yeah. is more. And that is so key because you know where, what your foundation is and who your foundation is. So when things don't go the way planned or maybe not as fast as we would like it to, you know, your vision you know, what you believe in and kind of like what you tied into having like the right heart and everything morals, your integrity, right? Like your integrity is intact to what you do, you know? So that is so awesome. I love that. And I could totally see that in your life. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on here today and sharing just a little bit of your journey, what it was like to get into a room of major opportunity on a whim with just resilience and persistence to sharing um, what you've done throughout your whole college career and continue to do uh, to do that free work and all the knowledge and the wisdom that you've gathered from that to sharing with us the interview that you had with Ricardo Caca and how um, impactful that was, you know, from being 13 years old to having him as a role model to then being in his own home and getting to talk to him in person, like, wow, that is so cool. And Juan, it was just awesome. And then us sharing pretty much our adventures that we've had from rocket launch to (laughs) airplanes, to meeting over a good old book. Um, exactly. It was so good. 
No, for sure, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super happy to be on this. I think this is a huge moment for me because like I mentioned before, I've never been on a show before. So this is, I can't, like this would be super memorable. Huh. And, um, you know, just excited to see the rest of season two. Um, you know, whoever's on it, I, you know, I wish them obviously the very best. And for everyone listening, you know, thank you for listening and taking the moment to, to hear uh, what we had to say today. So we appreciate it. Yes. And speaking of Juan, where can people follow you? IG, website, let them know. Yeah. Um, right now, I mean, I would love to connect with people. Anyone, you know, decides to follow, you know, love to connect. My IG is J Butron, B-U-I-T-R-O-N 19. And so, you know, if you just, you know, shoot me a message or whatever and love to connect and if you want sports related topics, or whatever, you know, just love to connect with you guys. So thank you. Love it. Love it. All right. Thank you so much for today, Juan. And we will chat later. Of course, Megan. Thank you. Have a good day. Peace. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rate and review as it makes a huge difference. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family. And don't forget to follow at One Thing in Common podcast on Instagram and tag us with any insights you got from the episode. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I hope you have the best week. Much love.